Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Athletes. My name is Michael Raziel and I am the host to this show where I interview Olympic athletes and hopefuls on their story and path to the games. This one is a little different. Um, we are not speaking with an Olympic athlete. We are speaking with someone that is um, in the USOC, uh, a board member for USA Shooting. Very good friend of mine, close personal friend, David Meltzer, uh, CEO of Sports One Marketing, which was co-founded with Warren Moon. He worked as the CEO of Lee Steinberg uh, Agency. He has done some absolutely amazing things, published author, keynote speaker, uh, top 100 business coach. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, but David is just an incredible human being. He's a very good person. So please enjoy this episode where he kind of dives into sponsoring Olympic athletes a little bit more, things that we can do as as people, as companies, as, as brands, and really just be able to kind of help perpetuate and get some of these athletes just a couple extra dollars because it is well-deserved. So Without further ado, please enjoy this episode with David Meltzer. All right, today's special guest, David Meltzer, CEO of Sports One Marketing, co-founded with Warren Moon, currently a top 100 business coach, and I think I can personally attest to that. Also a published <laughs> author, keynote speaker, and a good friend of mine. Honestly, that's the shortest intro I can give Dave. Um, Dave, I'll give you all the good stuff in the beginning of the episode when I do a little uh, little intro of my own. But seriously, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Yeah, no problem, Michael. I just like to be known as the CEO that travels around helping people. That's good. That's not that <laughs> bad. That's not that. That's a, that's a pretty cool. Uh, it it uh, invokes people to ask questions. I'm sure. So, um, Dave, I know your time is extremely extremely important. So let's just rock right into it. Uh, so you were recently, I guess, voted into the USOC, correct? Yeah, you get nominated. nominated. Yeah, you get nominated and then uh, approved by the board. And I've been assigned to USA Shooting. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> Which is all right because I eventually I I you know want to be higher and higher up in the IOC. I think it aligns with the peaceful, joyful perspective I have of athletics and the purpose and passion behind athletics. That is fantastic. I've actually interviewed a few um, a few members of USA Shooting. They're incredible people. I mean, just like most Olympic athletes are. So they've been they were fantastic guests, and you know, hopefully excited to to push their brands and push their stories a little bit further. So, what exactly will you be doing um, within the USOC, specifically within USA Shooting? I'll be on the board uh, for USA Shooting, helping to facilitate better systems of marketing, branding, profile building, basically leveraging my situational knowledge and relationship capital to assist in building that brand and raising more money so we can support our athletes. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I know specifically with USA shooting is again, speaking with many of those athletes, there is a, a lot of expenses that go into it and the money that comes back is uh, usually just about equal or, or just under, which is pretty unfortunate. So um, let's just actually jump right into that topic then. So the the marketing around you know maybe USA shooting specifically maybe um, Olympic athletes in general what have you seen considering you know you've done this for a little while now um, what are some of the successes you've seen and some of the best ways that you've seen Olympic athletes utilized in a marketing perspective well the advantage that the Olympians have is that they don't have as many controls on the social media they have more freedom to build their brand. Uh, a lot of times I'm asked questions about team sports um, and league sports. Well, it is you know counterintuitive, but the league's teams and owners do not want individual brands, right? They don't want anything to cannibalize their own brand, especially because the transitory nature of athletics, meaning that a player may start the season with you and may leave and go to another team. Uh, and so 
you know, the Olympians, they don't go anywhere else, right? They co-brand things. So the bigger the brand, individual brand, the Olympians have, the better it is for everyone, which is unlike almost any other sport. That is very interesting. I've never heard it from that perspective before, but that's a really great point considering um, the leagues and teams understand that the, the athletes can move around a little bit. So what would um, what should Olympians be doing to further their brand and push their personal brands even further to gain even more of this audience? Number one thing they should do is be patient. <laughs> they need to be patient and then they need to be consistent. Uh, you know, everybody thinks that a brand is built overnight, but the key is to detach yourself from the number of followers that you have and to consistently find your frequency. I actually give that advice to many people because, you know, being one of the top business coaches, one of the key critical business issues of many people today is how to build my own brand. And there's an extraordinary opportunity right now to build your own brand and build your own business. But the problem is people think that the big, uh, 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 big icons of social media were born overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, I joke around Gary Vaynerchuk was built over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, you know, he had a, a lot less crowded space, but the one thing Gary does extremely well is finds his frequency. And so for anyone, especially the uh, USA shooting team, for example, one of the things that I'm going to encourage them to do is define their frequency, hold that frequency. You know, you don't need all fil- 4 billion people on earth to follow you. Mm-hmm. You need a tiny, 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 tiny 0.00001% of that 4 billion, and you will be extremely successful. Luckily for USA Shooting, there's huge PACs organizations and interests in guns uh, and protecting the rights of carrying guns and a variety of other things uh, that allow them to have an alignment in an emotional aspect so that they can gainer and garner and gain support by consistently finding their frequency and being very patient. I love it. That is a very thorough answer. And I, I love that. So, so let's take it from the brand's perspective, the company's perspective, and then I guess the consumer's perspective. When, when you personally, again, you've worked with Olympic athletes before, and I do want to get into that for a little bit, but what, what types of emotions do these athletes invoke when I, the consumer, see them or you, the consumers, see them on TV, see them in social media, knowing that, yeah, they don't make too much money, but clearly this brand is there's a give and take there. So what kind of emotions do the consumers invoke when seeing these Olympic athletes advertising products, branded content and, and such like that? Well, I think nationalism is the number one thing, right? Proud to be an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, uh, work ethic, right? Three, underdog. Uh, and then four, background story. Every single one to be the greatest at anything on earth, whether it's shooting, ping pong, Batman, football, baseball, hockey, whatever it may be, You need to consistently, persistently enjoy the pursuit of your potential. You need to sacrifice so much. You need to have a drive that has never been seen before. There is a competitive nature, an elevation of vibration that is extraordinary. And that is what is going to connect emotionally. And then the brands can tie in, which will be probably your next question, to that emotion for the logical reasons. Love it. You knew my next question. Would you look at that? It's like you taught me or something. How crazy is that? Uh, good stuff. Thank you so much, Dave. I, I appreciate that. So um, then I guess, do you, uh, do you have any specific examples of how you have helped Olympic athletes be, get, get sponsored and, and receive endorsement deals? Well, you know, uh, individually, we built uh, Lee Steinberg, the baseball mm-hmm. practice, uh, by signing Will Clark and then four other Olympic baseball players. 
Uh, but throughout the years, we've worked more on the team level, uh, although uh, have coached, you know, Caitlin Sandejo, a variety of basketball players, and uh, USA Rugby, uh, assisting in that brand as well. But, it, you know, it, do, it doesn't matter what the sport is or the skill is, because some of them might say are questionably sports anymore, uh-huh. <laughs> but their skills, um, whatever they are, uh, you know, the, the key to them is to understand what is their frequency? Really let them be vulnerable and open up to an emotional aspect of how they got to where they're at. You know, I think one of the things that have helped build my own personal brand is when I became honest, created my frequency, vulnerable, illuminated all the idiotic mistakes that I've made. And it started to send a frequency out there that, you know, allowed people to know about the authenticity and integrity. And uh, it still exponentially grows. And, uh, you know, 10 years from now, people will be like saying the same thing about me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Overnight success. I was just about to, I was going to bring that up when you were talking about Gary Vee. I was like, don't put yourself, uh, don't put yourself down. You've been doing some pretty good work um, across social media as well. So I think that that's uh, it's a pretty good idea. So um, one, a couple last questions with Olympic athletes. I know one thing you and I have specifically spoken about is the opportunity to aggregate them and put all these stories together, four or five, six stories together, four or five, six different hyper-engaged audiences together. Why do you think aggregating Olympic athletes specifically um, is the best way for a brand to really be able to amplify and perpetuate, um, you know, the brand awareness through their worldwide content? I think there's two reasons. One is micro-influence. If you take a direct economic ratio to micro-influence, and it's much cheaper to aggregate 10 people with a 100,000 person following that is hyperly engaged than one person with a million uh, following that may not be as Mm -hmm. hyper-engaged. Two is the geographic trick of sports uh, marketing and sports sponsorship. I learned this years and years ago by assisting in marketing the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What I realized was there's 270 of the greatest athletes of all time, the greatest football players of all time. And because of that, aggregating them, if you looked at any city in the United States, just by having those 270 athletes, there was not an elementary school, high school, region, city, state, college, team, that would not be covered. So you had such a great emotional attachment by creating localization through aggregation. That is fantastic. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely something, again, you and I have spoken about it multiple times and just how we can help more of these athletes by putting them together. The, the dollar amounts are, are significantly less, as you said already, than the one athlete with a million followers. So it's a, it's a great idea. And I'm very excited to continue. But 100% on with- of nothing is nothing is one of the reasons that the micro influencers, whether it be Olympic athletes, linemen in the NFL, sec- you know, second string players, uh, whatever it may be, one of the advantages is that 100% of nothing is nothing. So when you only have 100,000 followers, you can't get anything. But now you get a nice little slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. No, 100%. I'm, I'm totally on board. And that's, that's one of my goals to help as many of these Olympic athletes, mid-level, mid-tier Olympic athletes. Um, not because they're not elite athletes, uh, just because unfortunately, viewership drives dollars. And uh, we, we kind of are all very aware of that. So, um, Dave, I, I guess a couple other things. I mean, what, what have you been doing at Sports One Marketing? And what have you been doing um, kind of on your, your trip around the world, as you like to call it, uh, or around the country? Like, what are some of the 
fantastic and amazing things you have coming up. I know there's a, a dinner coming up, if I'm not mistaken, with Warren Moon out in Las Vegas. I got to see that. That That's going to be pretty cool. So, so tell us about what you're doing with the, the Unstoppable Foundation and, and everything on that side as well. Yeah, you know, it's really funny because I thought, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to narrow down. the. I, I traveled over 200 days last year for charity and for, uh, you know, my business. My motto being a lot of money to help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. So looking at the calendar here, uh, taking off the last week of the year to go skiing with my family in Tahoe, probably do a meetup there somewhere around Heavenly. Uh, I sit on the board of the Rose Bowl. So I have the Rose Bowl game. I'm a big Ohio State fan. And my business partner, Warren Moon, is obviously the MVP of Washington uh, at the Rose Bowl. Uh, so we got a little rivalry going. Uh, and then uh, from there, go on to CES, National Championship Game, CES. We got the Pro Bowl. I have multiple speaking engagements, but uh, three major things I raise money for. One, uh, the Unstoppable Foundation. I'm trying to squeeze in and build uh, at CES, my second community center in the Masamai, uh, the Bugatti there. And uh, I have a exclusive dinner. Uh, Warren Moon is hosting it. Uh, there's several other celebrities that will be there as well. Uh, it's the who's who. So, you know, reach out and come visit me at CES. I also support the Rose Bowl, obviously and uh, building a tunnel there, the number one tunnel for Warren Moon, uh, and giving scholarships to kids with the Crescent Moon Foundation, uh, which we've been doing, uh, Warren's been doing for 28 years, I think. Uh, so three major causes. I'm involved, though, with uh, I'm the dean or the head chancellor of Junior Achievement University. We have over 100 million alumni around the world, and that's global uh, junior achievement. Uh, and I'm involved with an advisor to, you know, literally hundreds of charities and businesses to help facilitate that in my coaching business, speaking. I have a new book this year coming out with McGraw-Hill on business strategies. I just launched one called Unstoppable with Jack Canfield that uh, is generating revenue for charity for the Unstoppable Foundation. We could continue on for hours here, mm -hmm. but uh, just, you know, you can ch check me out at David Meltzer, go to dmeltzer.com and uh, find more, whatever Whatever rocks your boat, find your frequency with Dave Meltzer, David Meltzer. I love it. It's possible. Believe me, I know that it's possible. And um, last question here, Coach. Where can – I'm sorry, Coach Dave. Last question. Where can companies and brands go if they are interested in learning a little bit more about sponsoring Olympic athletes and the potential aggregation of them? Well, they're going to go to you, buddy. That's what you're I like. the only one I know that's doing it. So it's uh, – ourathletes.us and that's plural we'll put it up on the screen we'll edit it pound it i've been in this business you know people call me uncle dave i've been here so long <laughs> uh, but i will tell you that you are on the cutting edge of something great and aggregating olympic athletes not only uh, is a great business but most importantly it's needed uh, our olympic athletes are underfunded at all time there's only a select few that actually make any money at all you know, the Phelps of the world have no problem. The Sean Whites have no problem. The Tony Hawks have no problem. Uh, but there's thousands of other athletes that just are living on food and, and room and board. So if uh, you want to support uh, your favorite country, your favorite sport, you know, go to ourathletes.us. Look up Michael. Let's support our athletes by aggregating them and also helping your business uh, explore this, the, the, uh, spirit of excellence and greatness of our country and our Olympic athletes. 
I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Uncle Dave. Um, so one more time, David Meltzer, CEO, co-founder, Sports One Marketing. Again, we could go on and on about the superlatives, but all around great person and good friend. Thank you so much. Anytime, my friend. Good luck. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Our Athletes with David Meltzer. Amazing person, all around good human being. It's absolutely fantastic. So if you guys would, uh, please follow him across all his socials. Everything will be in the show notes. Please follow us at ourathletes.us on Instagram. If you have any questions for me, please reach out, michael at ourathletes.us for email. And check out our website, www.ourathletes.us. So um, also, Please rate, review, comment, subscribe, share. Listen to some other episodes because I think this one might get, get some pretty good downloads. Um, you know, there's some just incredible, incredible athletes out there that I've been able to interview and speak with and learn their story. Um, so I would really hope that you guys would love to, you guys and girls would love to hear that. So thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day.